Hello, ladies and gentlemen, back with Draft Dodgers, Season 2, Week 1, post-draft. Looking forward to another great NFL Sunday, sitting on the couch doing nothing. The only problem with me this week is I have uh, a plan that I have to, to execute at 6 o'clock. So if the Bears and Packers aren't completely done, I need to be out of the house and with uh with my church that i've i'm doing on sunday night so i might be in the back of a church watching on a small little screen the end of the bear packer game if it's that close cussing at, cussing at uh jordan love never cussing i'm gonna take eric Roge's uh clip and make sure that i never cuss again so we'll, we'll see how that goes every sunday then are you volunteering every sunday yeah, no, it, it's uh, for the last two years and, and this year. It just stinks when the first week, right, you have all this stuff going on and that first week is the Bear Packer game where it was just hoping that it would be something else, but whatever. So well, there, what's your, there's going to be night games, though, obviously, throughout that you'll have to, I don't keep an ear pod in or something. Well, so they're usually done by 8 and... Sunday night football is the worst. Monday night football, it's like as far as advertisements, pace of game, all that crap is just ridiculous. Monday night might be the worst, then Sunday night. Uh, Thursday night, it's just so nice to have a game on and you could go in the background and kind of do some stuff and it's kind of playing and it's almost football light for a little bit unless your team is playing. So. Uh, just don't. I like the them. island games, though. I, I find that I, I like to get into the story of a game, you know, the Monday night, Thursday night, whatever. I like to be able to concentrate on one game without thinking, you know, five other games are happening at the same time. So, yeah, I, I like those. I like those. But the NFL, the NFL clearly does not care about our families. I think there's going to be more Saturday games this year. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. And. And I do like college football. I think Deion Sanders is great for college football. So I'm, I'm totally in. What's your knee-jerk reaction on the draft? Do you have any, like, real just quick best draft, worst draft thoughts? Or I felt that uh, the more people in the league this year swayed towards the wide receiver heavy platform that you and I have kind of um, put our – our eggs in that basket for the last five years or so at least, right? Uh, you got a hit on them, but it seemed like even guys that I felt were going to come back to me at the beginning were gone. They were just going one after another after another. I think the front part of the draft was a hard spot to be in because there was so much talent that, that by the time you get back to pick 22, um, everybody's basically loaded up on a, on a couple top players at the back end. And, and then aside from that, I felt that more people in the league, uh, everybody was sharper on defense than they've ever been. And more people in the league were taking defense early, uh, earlier than I've seen. Eric went round four, which is a roundup than he normally does. And I think multiple people went round five and six. So it just seemed like it was a, for me, it was a very long wait to come back every time. Yeah, I, I just, as I was telling you before, I just did a, a draft. It was 30 seconds, a pick. There was three guys on auto draft. It was 16 rounds and done in less than an hour. Wow. It was ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's, uh, it's, a nice, it's a nice group of guys, but, man, when you go from our draft to somebody else's draft, it seems as if it's not even, it's not even fair. I should. No, I, I had one. I had one that was two and a half minutes. That was long, but I think for ours you need to, and nobody in ours is going on auto unless there's like something wrong. You know, you're not gonna. People are waiting to the last second because they don't know if they should take Cooper Cup in the third round. <laughs> it's like stressful waiting. Did wasn't George on the auto draft? Is that why you got five tight ends? Possibly. Well, I wasn't on the Zoom call, so I guess maybe I missed out on that. I know they got – George was paused because – Yeah, he, he paused once, but he also uh, – there's no reason to take three tight ends. Well, Eric's taken four quarterbacks. People have wacky ideas. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, uh, 
injuries this week. It seems as if there's a fair amount of injuries, some injury news. Um, Cup is definitely not playing. He probably is heading to the IR. So that's that hurts. I think that's truth, guys. So uh, that hurts a little bit. Kelsey, they said he, he hyperextended his knee and didn't get anything major done. What uh, a bull- Real ligament damage. Yeah, what a bullet to dodge, though, for them. Again, I think it goes to Kelsey's just a big human being, right? And he might be able to withstand some of that, but I just hope it's not something uh, that is going to be a season-long thing of him missing games. You know, if I was Kansas City, I'd be like, screw fantasy football. Let's just get us into the playoffs. Yeah, you would think they might take it easy on him. I mean, I, at first I was thinking they don't want to go out there and lose week one against the Lions, but they can't be thinking that. they got to be thinking Super Bowl. Remember the Bears last year, week one? Do you remember who they beat? Yeah, San Francisco. You can lose week one, right? You can lose the week one and come back and make the NFC Championship game. So uh, it, it's not end-all, be-all. However... You may think that the older that Travis Kelsey gets, older Patrick Mahomes gets, that they say, yeah, it's just a week. We can, we'll sit you out, and if we have to try it with our backups, we try it with our backups. They're all professionals. Right? The, the great tight ends seem to have had a long career. Tony Gonzalez, I mean, even Gronk played a lot. He, was, he got beat up a lot. Those guys take a lot of hits in the middle. But I Kelsey, I don't remember him having significant injuries throughout his career. I think he had knee problems like early on. He might have had some knee surgery, but most most years he's pretty consistently healthy and dominant. So this is a violent sport, and you're getting hit like a car wreck every play. These guys are gonna eventually. Eventually, it's gonna be crap, crap out. You know, your turn. The idea that you can't take a safety or a strong safety or even a linebacker and take a guy's head off like you were in the 90s and the early 2000s because there's this targeting you can be suspended the knee injuries have to be more susceptible now because people are like screw it i'll just go after your legs and take your legs out it's just one of those things that's going to be oh he's got an acl he's got an acl he's got an acl well it's because they just said, you know, from chest down, you could hit anything from the chest down, just nothing, you know, blatant mean shots on the head. Uh, you right. I think, of, I think uh, of Brandon uh, Merriweather. Remember him? That guy was like a missile. He would play for the Bears for a couple of years, but he would have he would have never been able to have a career today. That you dude see just... the guy that, that decapitated Devontae Adams? There was one guy that laid out Devontae Adams, like laid him out. Yeah, on the, the on the Bears. Yeah. That was a linebacker. I believe that was um uh Freeman, maybe? Yeah, I all I know is that he was dead. I saw him on them like he's dead. He's it wasn't dead. like I mean it wasn't anything like perfect on, on a- Antonio Brown. He well, made him that was a playoff game on the fourth down too. That double dumb. Double dumb on that one. Like the the game's over or almost over. I know it was really close to being a pivotal play of just keeping the drive alive, keeping them <clears> on the field. <throat> that wasn't a playoff game. That was um, that was the week before our playoffs because I had Ryan Shazier and Perfect in that game, and they both left on stretchers, and it was before our playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad. You think Cuff comes back uh, week four, or do you think this is just something that's going to be – um, well, not if he's on the IR. He's he's out four weeks if he's on the IR. Well, I'm saying right after week four. I guess it should have been more clear. I, what scared me off a cup to begin with is I don't know what they're really playing for. So they have Seattle, San Francisco, Cincinnati, Indiana, Philly. That's their schedule. Maybe do they beat Indiana? They're not gonna. I don't know. If they're if they're zero and four or or if they're one and four, what? Are they, I mean, what are they doing? They're they're gonna they finally have a first round draft pick. Are they just going to maybe start trading some pieces? Maybe maybe Aaron Donald gets traded to a contender. 
mm-hmm. somewhere down the line. I don't know. You say that, and I think, and I'm not sure Aaron Donald, because he said he was going to retire after that, but you could see parts of these NFC West teams going. I really, truly do see Buda Baker going uh, for the Cardinals, because a good safety is, is hard to find. And so I think that would be that would be good. All right, uh, so no on Cup, over, under, does Cup? Or Jonathan Taylor play more games this year. Oh, that's good. Um, I think I think Jonathan Taylor is going to get traded too. I mean, but you have to have somebody that's willing to pay for pay the contract. They they wanted to trade him to Miami, but Indy wanted Waddle and some. So that's yeah. I mean, you're not doing that. So I think Ursay is just off his rocker a little bit just pay the guy i think i mean if 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 they're gonna have this running game they got they got a good offensive line they they have a running quarterback just run the ball with jonathan taylor let your quarterback have that relief in jonathan taylor so he's not taking all the hits pay him right now you don't have anybody else you're paying you got a rookie quarterback i don't know I also see Mike Evans getting traded. Mike Buda Evans Baker. is washed up. I'm sorry. Mike People, Evans. I'm not saying that he's not washed up. I'm just saying that, you know, he's scoring 13 touchdowns when Tom Brady's throwing him the ball. How was Brady. he last year? Well, how was the whole terrible. team last year? Mike Evans was terrible last year. You know, he, had, he had a thousand yards receiving for a long time, but I think he's he's done. I, I've thought for a long time that Godwin was more talented than him. Yeah, no, I, I think Godwin's just been, you know, injury bugs got him more than anything else. Now the Baker bugs got him. Will the Cardinals play Kyler Murray at all this year? What's your quick hot take on that? Yes or no? I don't think they want to win. The only reason they play him is to – people know what he is anyway. I think if you play him, it's just worse for your trade possibilities. I say no. Kyler Murray doesn't play Major League Baseball or doesn't go into baseball and goes to football and has one and a half good years and is just a bum after that. Uh, will CMC play more or less than 14 games this year? Christian McCaffrey, more or less than 14. Counting the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> no, regular uh, I, season games. I think, he's, I think he stays healthy. We're, we're draft dodgers. We don't care about the playoffs. I think he stays healthy. So you're going over. Who has a better year, Bijan or Gibbs? Jamari Gibbs or Bijan? I hope Gibbs. I You talked me into him. You know that? I know you just want hot takes, but I got more to say on some of this stuff. Okay. I was sitting there. My draft, I wanted it. So the whole time I planned on it going cup. Obviously that changed, right? So I had to change my draft strategy to Chase, which does, which seems like an easy pivot, but it's kind of not. Because if you take Hill or if you take Chase at the top, then the people coming back to you are always, it seemed like, Waddle and Higgins. So you're kind of setting yourself up. You don't want, you don't obviously want two receivers, unless you're Eric Davis and you to back up your number one receiver. You don't really want that. So I wanted to have Chase, Waddle, Ridley, and then I was going to take Pierce and Lawrence. But all those guys, like, as it got closer and closer, I was doing drafts, and those guys kept moving up ADP. Well, Waddle went to Al, and it was, like, the longest two minutes ever. I thought Mark was going to take Ridley. I was just going to flip my computer over and throw it off the table. But I, that's why I jumped on Ridley in round two, and then I audible to Gibbs, which I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about right now. I think There's that Detroit's... Not- I think yeah. Gibbs is going to have a better year because Detroit's offense is significantly better than Atlanta's. Although Atlanta doesn't have another... They have three running backs, but Montgomery is probably going to be used more than Patterson or Algier. I think I, both of them have great offensive lines. Both of them have top five, at least top ten offensive lines. So uh, I just think Art Smith is, is more dedicated to the run. So I think Gibbs, if he is the receiver that they keep saying he is, 
that could be really good. But I've heard this. I've been, you know, we've been doing this. Antonio Gibson's going to be playing in the slot, or this guy's going to be playing. Etn. Etn's going to be the greatest receiver ever, and then it comes out that he's scared to catch the ball because he doesn't like the hits that come afterwards. Yeah. So it's like, okay, thanks, but no thanks. Prove it to me, right? Prove it to me. And in the NFL, linebackers are four-four linebackers, not five-four linebackers. You know, when you're playing Purdue or whatever. Right, I know he's an SEC, but still, it's not the same. Uh, and then the last one I had before we get into our week one was uh, Taylor, more than eight games. you think he's going to play more than eight games? So eight games is the magical number for him to get a whole year of vested NFL, you know, another year under his belt. So It goes back to what we talked about earlier with me with Taylor, because I don't think he puts himself out there on the line for this team. Why is he going to take the hits for this team? He doesn't care for the owner. Uh, they're they're saying he's injured. He's saying he's not. It's it's messy. I think he plays and then get if he gets injured, those games got to count, right? Yeah, you can't be penalized. You can't be penalized. So I don't know that he suits up and gets on the field for eight games, but I think he gets his eight game compensation. Could you imagine suiting up? going out there and faking a hamstring injury on play one and then it's limping off the field and wow what that would be such a dick move oh my goodness be the worst all right first game up chad versus text so you have uh shiz text so if you look text is already playing games with his bench right so he's almost got nobody and he's just got the bench partly because his as we say all the time until he's you know 13 and 1. His team is questionable at best. But Chad's got no, I mean, Christian Watson, I don't know if you saw it today, did not practice, may have a hamstring injury. The question I have for you you're a defensive guy. On Chad's team, Luvu, linebacker, there's a lot of people said he's going to suck. Last year was really good. This year, he's going to suck. What say you? I don't know that he's going to suck. He's not going to have as good of a year as he did last year. Uh, Shaq Barrett's going to – and neither is, is Chin. I don't think Chin's going to have a very good year either over there. But um, – You mean Shaq Thompson? Shaq Thompson? No, I mean Ch- Chin, safety. Yeah, no, but you said Shaq Barrett, so. Oh, Shaq, yeah. Shaq Thompson, uh, yeah. I think yeah, he's I thought- going to probably bounce back a little bit. Last year he just started off a little light. I think Shaq's the one that's got the green dot. He's probably going to be the one that's out there more often than not. They play Atlanta. Atlanta's going to run the ball a lot. They, that's what they got to do. So Louisville will probably have a decent game this game. Um, Eric's got the better the better defense. Uh, I don't know about putting Jack Campbell out there week one. I think I'd like to see it first on a okay. Thursday night. Uh, you got to really dig through his bench to try to figure out what he's doing. I don't know anything about this uh, linebacker, Terrell Bernard. That's the Buffaloes, right? Buffalo? Yeah. I don't, and I don't really know anything about Brian Azuma. He is the the Vikings have a, uh, a back or they have two linebackers. They got rid of uh, Kendricks. They have Hicks, and this is kind of like their uh, linebacker on the side of Hicks. So. Uh, will he play 60% of the downs? Will he play 80%? No idea, but uh, the tackles may or may not be there for him. He's top-heavy. Eric's defense is top-heavy with Bolton and Wagner and James, and that's okay. He can fix it. Parsons is good. I, I like to have steady tackles and not rely on sacks. But yeah, Absolutely. I think the thing for this game comes down to Michael Pittman. So, Michael Pittman is not a great player to me. I don't know why Eric's doubling down on Pittman and Gabe Davis. Like, does he really think that, oh, he would have taken to the promised land with these guys? Well, I, I think the thing for me with Pittman is you have a guy who's a great athlete as your quarterback, just a great athlete, tremendous runner, very questionable thrower. He was a questionable thrower with Florida. He just doesn't seem to... to be the guy 
And so if you put Pittman out there and they throw, uh, again, the over-under for some of these completions are like 15 completions in a game for the quarterback. So if you take that and you divide that by your receivers, you're, you're looking at four completions. I don't think you want that necessarily as a recipe for winning. So I think um, does Watson play for Chad is one, and how does Pittman do? Uh, given that, who's your, who is your uh, winner on this one? I, I think Chad's going to squeak it out, to be honest. All right. We got, we got I, I, like Eric's team, I like Eric's team with Hill and Olave, though. I think he went the right way, finally. I don't like Madison. Madison. And Tony Madison is his starting – I know he likes singing the song. And he's got, he's got all the backups that I like. He's got A-Chain. He's got Charbonnet. He's got, he, he's got a lot of backup running backs. But when you listen to Eric talk, he says he likes to – he likes to keep the bottom of his bench weak so he could churn and burn it every week. Like, you intentionally draft bad so that you can, like, flip the bottom of your lineup. It, it works for him. Um, I would rather have a deeper team altogether that I don't have to flip. I don't know. You know what? Who's Eric's tight end? Irv Smith Jr.? Yeah, I just can't do it. With, with Irv Smith Jr. and Pittman and Gabe Davis in his starting lineup and he's, you know... I don't think I don't think Minnesota is going to have a tackle-friendly defensive scheme, and I don't know if I trust Jack Campbell to put up a lot of points on Thursday. I want to go, Chad. <laughs> yeah, he he is just he's crazy. He's crazy. I'm going to take Chad too. Puss and George. All right. So I think George was auto drafting for a little bit. George has no kicker right now, so he's going to um, he's going to have to fix that. And he's starting four running backs as he is zigging when everyone else zags. So he's Hard. got no kicker, four running backs that are starting, three tight ends. I'm going to tell this is something I typically don't do. Cut Hunter Renfro today and never pick him up again and pick up a kicker. Um, and this is kind of what I wanted to, to put here with uh, Push and George. Push has Dicker the kicker, right? The, the, one of the better names in this. And so I want to give you just a, a moment to, to give me your no kicker uh, thoughts on how and why we should just remove the kicker. Because it's just a, you might as well just Throw a dice up in the air, and then whatever it lands on, then that's the points you get for a random spot. There's no. You look at total points, indoor, outdoor, weather, um, weather. Sure. The... But who wants to who wants to be looking into kickers? That the 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 bigger the bigger part of this for me is that our kicker scoring is wrong. I know that oh. truth and Chad. I know that truth and Chad think that it's it's fine, but I don't know how. I don't know how you can miss. A field goal. So if you miss a PAT, it's minus three points. Okay. Yes. That should be a guaranteed point. Okay. But if you miss a thirty to thirty-nine yard field goal, it's minus one. It doesn't so make sense. An extra point is thirty-five yards away. If you miss a nineteen-yard field goal, minus three. Thirty-yard field goal, twenty-nine and under is minus two. Thirty to thirty-nine should be. You minus should be hitting those. Those yeah. are those are. If you're gonna, if you want to play a kicker, the whole team is counting on these kickers to make these clutch field goals. That should be more. We're, we're scoring 200 plus points a game. Make these kickers count that. That's not enough penalty for missing that. You get three points if you make it. Why you only get one minus if you miss it? Sounds uh, reasonable to me, but I still want. I would be more in favor with looking at the scoring than taking the kickers all out. I think the kicker, like I said before, if the kicker makes a tackle plus 10, I'd rather, plus five. Something. I'd rather draft a coach and if they win, you get a point. <laughs> a dead or alive? Yeah. Could, dead or so, alive. I, you, could just draft, you could just draft Dicka and he's not playing and just take a zero. 
God, Dicka versus uh, uh, Tom Landry. That'd be fantastic. Isn't that more uh, fun than a kicker? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, George, any, any thoughts on, on what he should be doing? What's your... I mean, if you're going to have three running backs, Barkley, Chubb, and Aaron Jones are pretty formidable. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. He's got a running quarterback, too, Daniel Jones. So I, I really like Mark's team. I'd like to just give one official FU to Mark for taking Trevor Lawrence. Like when I had him queued up, ready to go all, all offseason, that was my plan. So hopefully that works out with Fields. It's a little, I feel like, not as safe as Trevor Lawrence of a pick. Um, so is, is an official FU versus a non-official FU? Is that uh, Mark's a good guy, just trying to, you know, not make it so harsh. But yeah. I wasn't happy about it. I was not happy yeah. about a lot of the things he did to me in that draft. I heard as a certain young man who was in the room above me lose his mind when you picked Ridley. Like lose he was lost. never going to come back to him at the bottom of the third, though. Listen, he lives in delusional land. He thinks it's coming back to him. He he texted me today and he gave me like told me you know good luck and we had a nice conversation back and forth, and he told me he that was who he's been highest on this offseason. That's who I have been as well. Well, at so, least you know who to fleece him for, right? I'm not tra- I'm not trading him unless unless he hyperextends his knee. Whoa, hashtag too soon. Too oh. soon. Moving on to you and Josh. So well, Josh, who do you got here? Hold on. Who do you got? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got puss. I got puss. thousand percent. You got puss. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I don't I'm like a, four running backs. You don't like the four running backs? I don't. Not a big fan. Yeah, I don't like it either. Um, I'm not a big fan of Mike Williams, though. And I'm not a big fan of Drake London in that offense either. So... I'm going to go Man Love. Man Love. Man Love Street. Uh, you versus Josh. You know, so did Josh text you a, a concession text, like nope. a la text? No, it was. No, that's that's Jacob that does that crap. Jo- Josh, Josh was sincere. And it was a, you know, hey, cousin, I hope we have it's a good matchup we got. You know, oh, that's nice. It's gonna be it's gonna be who come down to our rookie running backs. It was it was a good text. So I saw this when I looked at your guys' matchup. Um, Fields versus Cousins for you. Um, is that a is that a thought at all? I mean, because Cousins is playing Tampa. Nope. Okay. No. All right. Not a thought. All right. So I'll, I'll tell you the same thing. Fields over under completions is fifteen. Okay. Completions. And his running yards are like 125. That's great. Okay. Just 15 completions and 125 yards rushing. Then that that he's not. Then he's out. Then he's out producing his 30 point projection by far. Probably losing the game though. Just FYI. Just saying. I think Cousins. Cousins. Um, this week. This week has Tampa, and I think he can have one of those games inside Minnesota where he's the dome, he's throwing the ball all around, and he could have a really good game. I think whatever you choose, because we don't know, right? It's all guess and speculation. Whatever you choose, I think that's going to be um, one of the things. And and for him, it's definitely going to be Bijan, uh, how that goes. And the thing I don't like about his team is Cooper in the pooper. Cooper, I just don't like his productivity with Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland offense against Cincinnati. I just see that as a two for 15 game for me. I don't like the, I don't know why everybody's so high on this tight end out of Tennessee. That's, I mean, it's just a tight end, right? But yeah, but I, I think it's close. Jack, Lamar Jackson versus Fields, St. Brown versus Chase, uh, yep. Gibbs versus Bijan, Ridley versus Cooper, Dante Johnson versus Lockett. No, that's where you should stop. Ridley versus Cooper is not a matchup. Hopefully Cooper's, not. Co- Cooper's a, a big L there. And Lamar Jackson has 
um, the same running upside, but with four or five times the passing upside that Fields does. And that's why I think um, your 300-yard uh, passing game, you may get from from one, but you wouldn't get from the other. So I think, for me, again, just me, Cooper, Fields, those are the How many 300-yard passing games do you think Lamar Jackson has in his career? I don't think many. Well, I think he's been just nobody, no organization has been more committed to surrounding their quarterback with shit than the Baltimore Ravens. And you think that having Equinemius St. Brown last year for the Bears as their like top receiver, you think that was somewhat better? I think I remember somebody saying to me at this point last year, I'd rather have the Bears receivers than the Packers receivers. I think you were saying that to me last year about you were drinking the Kool-Aid over how bad the Packers receivers were. So, yes, McAvoy St. Brown is bad. I'm also a believer that the Bears on purpose, on purpose, are have a bad offensive line to get their quarterback killed so they can tank for Caleb Williams. I think they purposely have a shitty offensive line and a bad defense so they can tank once again and get Caleb Williams. Well, if we can get if we can get any uh, if we can get more than ten snaps out of the center we got from the Packers, that'd be nice because I think he's starting. Lucas Patrick. Yep. Is Cody White here shifting to guard? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're still professionals, right? They're still going to be fine in that. It's going to be a close game. That's always always is. Um, I'm going to take you in this one because I do I hate Cooper, and I think that's where his big downfall is going to be. What do you think with Jordan Addison? You would roll him out week one. I like Jordan Addison, but it's a it's a Christmas present you're going to have to open too on week one. I think Jordan Addison is one of these guys that's going to get, he's going to learn, he's going to learn, he's going to learn. Then there's going to be a bye week, whenever that is, like six or seven. And then he's going to be one of these guys that ascends in the second half of the season when he, when he sees his role, when he sees, all right, this is man coverage, this is zone coverage. They have Hawkinson and uh, uh, Jefferson here. All I need to do is this quick little out, quick little slant and catch the ball. He was fantastic with Pitt. He was amazing with USC. He's a great receiver. I just think it's going to take a little time. It's my opinion, right? He's, he's going to have there. he's going to have the light coverage on his side wherever they put no him. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. But I think the good thing about where where Rodgers could be very petty and say, "Blank you, I'm not throwing you the ball anymore." Cousins would probably take him in under his wing and say, it's okay, pal. I'll throw it to you the next time. Just be open. Like if he gets the dropsies or whatever happens to him. But um, I watched, uh, I watched, tried to watch the last episode of Hard Knocks last night. They focused way too much on Rodgers. I know at first I said that, you know, they made him likable or whatever. I'm falling asleep on the couch a little bit, and I'm like, they're playing some, like, kind of spooky, like, background music. I wake up, it's a dark room with Aaron Rodgers sitting in a chair talking about how he saw UFOs when on draft week night weekend in New York and then he saw like fighter jets chasing the UFOs down and and I'm falling back asleep I'm like what in the hell is he talking about I don't know how long he went on for but I woke up to him saying how UFOs like recharged by nuclear power plants and stuff I just turned the TV off and went to bed it was a little much I don't know if there was an ayahuasca trip or what holy Holy cow, that, that sounds really bad. I didn't see any of Hard Knocks. Uh, he's, he's, he's definitely uh, what a, a complicated fellow. The old, the old general manager for the Packers, Ted Thompson, that's what he said about him. He's a complicated fellow. <laughs> how, about, how about Wisconsin, nicey-nice for that, for, for Aaron Rodgers? He's a complicated fellow. That's saying yeah. you're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So you take you taking yourself or Josh here? I'm gonna I'm gonna sit this pick out because I'm not gonna give my guys some bad locker room uh, mojo and shifting to, you know, conceding. Let's see how these yeah. guys perform. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit that pick out. Okay, uh, dog and knights. So the major story here is Kelsey. Does he play or doesn't yeah. he tomorrow? Waddle's a little hurt too. I mean, yeah, I think Waddle's a little hurt too. And and I'm I'm skipping down a, a person real quick here, but in a truth, 
a uh, an official fu to dog picks up the Kansas City tight end. Now I know it's just a crapshoot at this point, but it's more symbolic saying, yeah, we might be friends and it might be nice, but I'm taking the Kansas City tight end preemptively just to stick it to you. I, I, I really, really appreciate that about this league. Who did right? that? Uh, Brian. Look at Brian's. Oh, I didn't know the truth did that. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be someone better than the Kansas City tight end, though. I would think that dog would have shifted elsewhere. But it's just yeah. a, it's okay. just a hey, 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 twist the knife in a little bit, just like you, right? You didn't. How long did it take for you to put the skull and bones on on Slack as soon as as oh, soon as it was announced? Half a second, half a second, man, dead. Uh, I know. And then he and wants to be, and then all of a sudden, Al wants to be optimistic. Al, he's. <laughs> <laughs> He switched. He switched his coat pretty quick, man. He was. Oh no, man. This is. He, he's going to be fine. Yeah. Mr. Although I will say it's been about. It's been a good five years since he hasn't had his first round pick taken away from him with the injury. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Definitely don't root for that. I would rather beat someone full strength, just have head to head, than just having a, especially a practice injury. That's yeah, like, that sucks. That does. Suck. You know what? You can call it a wash though, because. It, it might just end up being Sam Laporta versus Jawan Johnson because isn't, I mean, is Kittle's hurt too? Well, so for, for dog, does Kelsey go? And then two, uh, he's got Stevenson and I just can't get over. I think I put my flag in the ground of never having a new England running back. Long time I, ago. I, I put that in there and I'm like, I'm never doing it again. I don't know who it was, but it was somebody that really just just janked me. And so I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'll never have a New England running back again. And now he's trotting out Stevenson, and everyone's like, Stevenson, Stevenson, Stevenson. No way. Yeah, I had I had uh, Sony Michelle for a little bit. It was good, but you don't, you can't. You're picking between. Next thing you know, Legarrette Blunt's running the ball in for four touchdowns. It's... Yeah, they they have Matt Patricia and uh, Belichick have this idea of what they want to do. And if it's run the ball 100 times, it is. And if it's run the ball once, that's what they're going to do. I heard a stat the other day thinking of, uh, of weird things. Joe Montana won a Super Bowl, and the longest pass he ever threw was eight yards. Isn't that crazy in the, whole, yeah. in the Super Bowl? During the Super totally Bowl. different time. Yeah, that is true West Coast offense. With Knights, he goes with three safeties and a defensive end. So, uh, three safeties and T.J. Watt, and then he has. If you look at if you look at his his schedule, he only has to watch one game. Pretty much, eighty percent of his uh, his roster is San Francisco versus Pittsburgh. Like just, <laughs> and, and I'm wondering, do do you like that, Terry? Do, would you rather have that just that way, where you're like, wow, I have a lot of these two guys or these two teams. Wow. I'll play this. I'll, I'll, I'm just. All I have to do is watch this game, and every it's well, like even, yeah. But even even look at this. It's New England versus Philly. He's got Hurts. He's got then it's versus Stevenson. It's like if they watch those two games, they can watch the noon game. They just got to watch Pittsburgh versus San Francisco, and then then they watch uh, New England versus Philly, and they got they can watch the Giants uh, Cowboys game at night to see what Dak does. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I know. I was looking at that going. That is a, a tremendous amount of San Francisco versus Pittsburgh. So to you, do you like it when that happens, where you just have to watch one game? No, I kind of like my points spread out. I like to get a little bit on Thursday, so I don't, you know, you don't start in a hole, and then get a couple noon games. I like to have that Monday night just to, you know, have a little bit of a safety net on the back. I know it all equals out the same. It could be all at noon, but I like to have my points sprinkled throughout the weekend. So what if you were to have something like this and it was Thursday night where you would have a lion's share of your points on Thursday night? Would that suck or what? Well, yeah, you want a full week of practice for these guys. Thursday night games are not where it's at. No, but this is how the, the schedule works sometimes where you just have... We're supposed to get a lot more Saturday games this year, I believe. Saturday games at the end of the season? Yeah, I think they're doing more of them. Hope so. But anyway, so defense. Can we just? I like defense. Let's let's zero in here. 
thought this was interesting. Um, Kazir White was very high on my board. I did. Yeah. I could not believe. I had the rankings, football guys' rankings, which Chad said to me that he thinks that they've been off for quite a while. I agree with Chad. They've been off for quite a while. I still have them next to me because I know that a lot of us, at least we have to refer to them if some of us are using those. So we refer to those, but everybody, especially on defense, was picking down the line. I had green dots next to everybody that on my list. There was 23 green dots available at the draft. And you... Everybody in the league was picking off those green dots, going you know far down the list of football guys' rankings to do so. I had Kazir White ranked really high, and I think uh, Perryman's going to have a good year as well. I thought that Knights did a very good job defensively drafting. Now, T.J. Watts is keeper. He's going to start him, and he's healthy, and I think he's productive. I mean, you get those big splash plays with the sacks. If you're going to have so a few, uh, if you're going to throw out a few defensive backs, having um, Hafanga and Jenkins, who was my guy last year, Rashawn Jenkins, those are two good safeties to have. Now, Antoine Winfield, he's going to play deep. I was very, very high um, on uh, the other safety, uh, Neal, Ryan Neal, who I liked for a long time. And I think uh, Ryan Neal is going to outperform Winfield significantly. Al always does good on defense. Here's the funny thing about Al's defense. Al has Warner, and I have uh, Davis. So he has Troy Anderson. I have Ellis. He's got, he's got um, I got Foyer, and Al has, uh, um, sorry, it's bad, uh, bad radio, but he's got Lloyd. Me and Al have four linebackers pairs. From, I don't know how that happened. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, and he thinks his guys. Are, he's he's got. He thinks his guys got the green dots. I think mine do. He's got uh, Diablo, and I got um, Spillane. Like <laughs> we got four pairs, <laughs> which was, I thought was pretty funny. Um, overall, this game though, the defense is is going to be pretty equally matched. It's going to come down to Wall and Jefferson. Kelsey doesn't play. Al made a very smart move in the draft because he knew I took, he wanted Waddle and Higgins, and he told me, he's like, because we talked about it on the phone, if I take Chase, I can't take Higgins, and he knew I took Chase, so he took Waddle, and then he took Higgins on the way back, that was sharp. Um, it goes to Knights for me, Knights is going to get this win, with Hertz over Prescott, Jefferson over Waddle, Jacobs over Stevenson, I think that, I think that Knights has this one. Yeah, when I left the draft, I thought the dog had the best draft. And as I as I look back, I see a couple kinks in the armor, but overall, I felt like everybody was was pretty solid. Um, I, I like dog in this one just because I don't I don't like the uh, I don't think T.J. Watt. This is his game. San Francisco's got a good offensive line. Brock Purdy's definitely a statue, but I think. If you're not getting the three sacks out of that guy, you can come up with a single digit and you can get a one or a two there, and that really stinks. So he's going to have to make hay versus the Lambs and the Cardinals more than he's going to make it versus uh, uh, San Francisco. I'm sorry, Pittsburgh's going to have to make hay versus some of the other ones than, than San Francisco. If I, if I were dog in this matchup and Kelsey doesn't go, I would just put in Kelsey in my IR spot, and instead of picking up another tight end, just put Sam Laporta in there on Thursday and take those points. He's he's gonna get something, and then you got a free square for the weekend, which is more valuable anyway to dog. Yeah, agreed. Um, Truth and chaos is next. Uh, speaking on defense, we'll stay there. Uh, Leonard, defense still in the concussion protocol. Zaire Franklin looks like the guy. Then comes EJ Speed. It's his keeper. Um, when does Truth... Truth is like uh, Brokeback Mountain. He can't quit him. So when, when does he give up on Leonard? Well, the, you would think he... If I had Leonard, I think I might have done a little bit of what Eric did and tried to get a Bolton to replace Wagner. I like that move by Eric. Because... Mm -hmm. I, he, Bolton was my top linebacker on the board. 
Um, or even, like, he could have got Brooks late, but Chaos got Brooks, which is impressive that he's going to play the game. That's insane. Uh, defensively, I, I'm sorry, Brian. I know you said you like your defense and you think you got it locked up this year. Um, Chaos's defense looks head and shoulders above above Brian's here. Franklin over Leonard. Um, Roquan over Patrick Queen. It just maybe Sanborn, but Sanborn's a tackle machine. I, I, he's not going to play all, 100% of the snaps, but he's going to get tackles out there. I, I don't Who know. Who's Sanborn I, playing for now? Sanborn? Yeah. The Bears. Sam Linebacker. Same team as last year. I thought he got. I thought he was let go or traded. Or... No, they like him. They like him. And the thing about him is he's versatile. So if something happens, so they're, to... they're, I thought they just spent a billion dollars on two linebackers. Well, they spent. You know what though? If you look look at it, like big picture, they might have they might have won a game extra if they had Roquan. They might not have got that first overall pick if they got Roquan. I think Roquan's significantly better than. Edmonds and the whole idea of saying that oh he doesn't fit into our scheme defensively reminds me a lot about Mike Martz not wanting Greg Olson. I just think that's dumb. Oh yeah, I, I think it has a lot more to do with personality and locker room stuff. With but Greg they got they like got Edmonds and Edwards for the price of Roquan, and they lost some games and got the first pick. So they probably think it worked out well. But I'll go back if. If you have those two, how many snaps is Sanborn playing? If you have those two, and are are you just saying we're going to go with three linebackers? No, they won't. They because they like because they like their defensive backs a lot too. It'll just mm -hmm. depend on what what scheme they're playing. Nickel is Brisker whatever. playing too? This is he Brisker's, Brisker's playing. Eddie Jackson's playing. Okay, I saw that he was. But Sanborn, I I don't like that, and I know that it's just from productivity, just from volume standpoint, that I just don't know. I, I want a guy out there who's going to be 80 to 90% there. Not... Yeah, and I don't know how Clark is going to do in, in Dallas. I... Demon Clark, I don't know. To me, in Dallas, it was going to either be um, Van, Van Der Esch or nothing. But... Yeah. I think chaos, it, it comes down to his quarterback. Uh, can you take a stinker from Deshaun Watson um, if he does have a stinker? And there's, I have not heard one good thing about him this offseason in training camp or nothing. No, uh, you really, I haven't either. I, I would have taken him. I would have taken him as a swing as a number two quarterback on my team yeah. until yeah. I started hearing like if every beat reporter is saying he still doesn't have it, something's missing here. At some point, I mean, the only person talking him up was Amari Cooper, who thinks it's going to be the greatest show on turf. So. And I think there's this is where I come into the Eric Davis type of thinking a little bit, just a little bit. He's a bad person to have on your team. He's a real bad person, right? What he did to those ladies are just unconscionable. And I think it's bad juju. Um, I think Watson is the, the key for chaos here. That's a lot to overcome if you're not Well, he's got to go against Mahomes. That's a big, I mean, I know Kelsey's not going to play, but that's a big delta there. Huge delta. I, I'm going to go with truth with the win on this one. Uh, just because Yeah, I'm going, I'm going truth. I'm going truth as well. And I, and I didn't mean to throw the, all the, the hate on truth's defense. He's got a good defense, but when I see him yeah. next to each other, I like Franklin's my guy. Um, Jordan Brooks is good. Roquan Smith is my guy. Sam. So I, that's why I lean heavily towards them. Um, it just, formidable it, defense by Truth as well. But I think Truth is the win. Fryermuth over sure. Higby. Go ahead. Uh, uh, no, if I just said Fryermuth is on Truth's side over Higby, the, it's it's going to be interesting to see how these, again, just like last year, these running back heavy teams. Eckler and Pollard, I mean, could you – McCaffrey no. and Pollard? I mean, everybody would have wanted Eckler and Pollard. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, Eckler and Pollard is as good as the combos you can get. TJ or Terry McLaurin with with the turf toe though, and DK Metabum. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a big fan of him. 
I just love truth picking up gray. It's just one of those little nuggets there that just makes me happy. Uh, the last one is intervention and myself. And I've looked at this six ways. Um, I think it really, when I looked at it up and down and all around, it's Rogers and Bear, right? Um, who's gonna, who's going, because he is scheduled out score them by 50, 50% uh, by 25%. So, can, I mean, can you just talk me through your uh, quarterback selection here? Um, when I was making the quarterbacks, it was so, it was at the very, very end, right? So there was, there was no difference between any of the quarterbacks there that uh, the guy that was with me is like, just take Rodgers. You, you know him, you like him, you're going to root for him anyways. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to take him, but then I'm going to have to take two other running quarterbacks or two other young flyers. And so Pickett and, and Howell. Um, and I'm, I, there is a part of me that wants to put Howell in there. This, But there's another part of me that's like, well, he, he could be rejuvenated under Nathaniel Hackett. Shout out to all you donkeys fans, but he could be. It could be. Uh, so that was just my. Uh, I'm just. I, I looked at your quarterbacks and I'm thinking, God, is that an out of page out of Eric Davis book? You know, you got three quarterbacks. One of them is Rodgers. Now, wouldn't it be ironic if you were telling Eric at the end of the season after he's got a heavy belly full of ice cream and beer about how much this two-time league MVP? And you know, if you can just fleece him and, and give him Rodgers at the end of the year, wouldn't that be something? It would be awesome. That would be great. I wonder if he would trade for a Washington quarterback. I don't think he would ever trade for a Washington quarterback. I don't know about Rodgers versus Buffalo with the offensive line that the Jets have on his first time rolling out there with with the Jets versus Buffalo. That just does not look like what I would want to be rolling out with. So it's Monday Night Football, and I and I watched his uh, all. I think there were like 10 snaps from preseason, from the preseason that he had. And there was only one time he had a break contain. Nine other times it was throw. Like he literally, he has a, a run and he doesn't even get it. He just throws it, throws it, throws, 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 like as fast as possible. Not barely a three-step drop, maybe even a one-step drop. Zinks it right out to him. So I'm hoping... That's the recipe for keeping the defense on their toes a little bit. And I'm just, this is just hope that he can read the defense, understand the, the play call, and say, this is what I'm doing with it. Well, you get points for completions, too. So, I mean, Who knows? It's, a, it's a crapshoot. It's the worst part of my team right now is quarterback. That's for Herbert sure. is going to blow Rodgers out of the water. Herbert, they got, they got, uh, the offensive coordinator over there that they had in Dallas Alan when Moore. Moore when when Dak was throwing for a million yards. So, I think that that team is gonna. It and it doesn't make me like Mike Williams anymore or anything like that. They, I think they just got a good re- receiving core. They're not gonna have to throw to Eckler a hundred times. They're gonna they have Quentin Johnson. They could bring along. Herbert is going to. It's gonna be fireworks versus Miami. I think over there. They're uh, both. But good. also Miami's strong. Part of Miami is their defense, so they have a they have a good defense um, and an explosive offense. But I don't know that they have a great offense. Okay, so looking at your at your lineup here, Monday night he's got C.J. Mosley, and he's also got Diggs versus Rogers. How I think Diggs could outscore Rogers, but C.J. Mosley and Rogers, you better have a lead going into that. Or CJ mostly in Diggs versus Rodgers. You better have a lead going into Monday. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. Absolutely. But I also got Garrett Wilson. I have my oh, you do have Garrett Wilson. That'll be two. fun. I, I didn't see that you had that combination right away. So that, that'll be fun. It will be. It will be something, right? So I, I just uh, – it will, for me, come down to does Herbert go one and a half times Rodgers? It's a little bit of – it's a little bit of insurance for yourself and in, in the personal rooting side of it too because if Jordan Love sucks and then 
you have to watch Rodgers go over there and, and lead a team to a deep playoff run or something. At least in your fantasy team, you had Rodgers and Wilson. Yeah, and you know what? In my uh, not, it's not the survivor; it's a confidence pool. I picked Chicago. Um, I gave him only two points, um, and it's not—I uh, don't know whatever those are called. But you know, we rank them sixteen to one. I gave the Bears, uh, or maybe I even gave them one. But I wanted to say, you know what? It's a win-win now. It's not really. But Dobbins, you took one off of Truth's page. Truth finally quit him. You picked him up, huh? No, I, I, I think that that could be a lotto ticket. I don't know for sure, but there is a guy, his name is Yogi Berra. Do you know who Yogi Berra is? Mm-hmm. Give me nine guys in their contract year and I'll win you a pennant. I want Dobbins to try to do everything to secure a big payday. So give me a guy who's got a good offense, who's going to get you know, his share of touches, He's really, really talented, right? With Ohio State, he was super talented. In a contract year, I'm just a lotto ticket. Who knows? We n- None of us know. It's all just speculation. I love your CeeDee Lamb and Wilson combo. I do love that. And I Godwin, thought you had... I think that's a, the Godwin's a good third option there. He is. He is. Yeah, it, I like... This is this is a, a much better draft than, than I've seen you have the last couple of years. This is like a draft that you had back when you won with... You know, bad quarterbacks and no running backs. <laughs> like, yes, just, and just receivers. That's right. Yeah. No, I, I felt the right uh, receivers though. I knew I knew it was a better draft, or at least I think it's a better draft because I hated my team afterwards, and then I've worked up to it. And when I went on f- football guys, and I put, um, I looked at the matchup, like so we can look at matchups on Yahoo, but they look at the exact same matchups on on football guys, and they'll tell you the score. Um, it had me at 290, and if you can get to 290 and you lose, I'll take it, right? It's, if I could yeah. always be at 275 plus. Oh, you'll be in the playoffs if you're averaging that. Well, that's that's my goal is 275. How do I get to 275? So that's what I'm I hated my team coming out of the draft, and it was more because it didn't play out like I, the master plan. It's never going to. And, and I missed on so many guys or never had the opportunity to get so many guys that I loved. But my team has grown on me. I feel pretty pretty good about the starting block that I have. I don't feel like I lost it in my draft. Let me ask you a question. Anybody that I get that I got that you wanted? And I'll look at yours uh, real quick and see. If oh, I, I just wanted Garrett Wilson somewhere because I don't have him anywhere. So I drafted, like, I'm in five leagues, and I drafted, one was an auction league. I guess I could have had him there, but he was going for way too much. And the rest of them I drafted at the front end of, of the first round. I, I can't take Garrett Wilson that high. I would say that um, Cunningham and uh, Dalton Kincaid were the two that I, I look at yours, and I was like, you know, I like Cunningham for production. I like Dalton Kincaid for a dart throw, right? Just a lottery ticket that you could scratch off and maybe work. Well, Cunningham is my dart throw. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be great. So do I, and he's my sixth linebacker. And I picked up Drew Tranquil just to have a seventh because I wasn't too thrilled about how long I waited on defense. But um, Ernest Jones, I like Ernest Jones a lot. Buda Baker, we'll see if he gets traded. I mean, you might have something there. Um, yeah, it'll be fun to see what Sam Howell does. I know people like him a lot. But, yeah, CeeDee Lamb and, and Garrett Wilson is where it's at. That's what but your team is based around. If Buda Baker stays on, on the Cardinals, they're just going to be on the field all the time. Right. There's nothing that, that – if you look in the Webster's Dictionary under three and out, it's going to show you the Cardinals this year. Just It's going to be poop show. Which is why Kazir White's so so valuable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good, good talk. Really liked it. Say hi to the wife and kids. Yeah, um, me too. Good luck this week. And Same to uh, you. Uh, Hopefully, the Bears have it wrapped up by the time you got to go to church, so that you can just concentrate on your, you know, charity so, work, important work. I will. I'm gonna keep this in my head as the as the game starts. All right. One. Forty-eight, forty-nine, and eighteen. That's the record. That's. Favre and Rodgers, 49-18, and uh, I can live with that. That's That gives me a lot That's of fine. I've been waiting a long time to, for you guys to get another quarterback in there, and 
If he's just good enough to keep you guys at like pick 20 for the next six, seven years, that's right where you should be. Yeah, and I hope that you see that the Bears, you're going to come around. The Bears purposely put a bad offensive line in to get Justin Fields killed to get the number one pick because this still isn't Ryan Pay- or Ryan Pohl's guy. The pick that they get from Carolina is going to be higher than the pick of their own. You hope. So I'm rooting for Atlanta also. Uh, one last thing, I'll be done. Carolina's defense is going to be okay. They have, they have a, a good defensive coordinator who's turned around a lot of ball clubs, so they might be sneaky, take the under when Carolina's playing you. All right, I'll see you right. next week. Good right. luck. Yeah, good luck. All right, see you.